Do you have a dream to create a course, but you're afraid of the time it will take? You're afraid it'll take away from your family and your kids. You're already swamped with work. You already have a job. Today, we're talking about having the courage to push past your fears and take the leap to follow your dreams. Welcome to the Course Creators Classroom Podcast. This podcast is all about the tips and tricks to writing a successful online course that will turn your students into raving fans. I am your host, April Bradford. Now let's dive in to today's lesson. Hello, Course Creators. Welcome back to the Course Creators Classroom Podcast. So happy you're here for episode 14, The Gift of Courage. Now, this is a part of a four-part series, and this is part three of the series. So if you've missed the last two episodes, episode 12 is about the gift of the future, Episode 13 is the gift of confidence and how to gain the confidence to go after creating a course. And then we have today, the gift of courage. Today, we are talking all about having the courage to step out there and push past your fears because it is scary when we decide to do something new. So we're going to be talking about guilt. If you've ever had mom guilt, when you start thinking about creating a course and putting time into that. We're going to be talking about not having enough time and we're going to be talking about your thoughts and how working on your thoughts can really help you go push past that fear to go after your dreams. So let's talk about guilt. I can tell you that I have suffered from what I like to call mom guilt for 14 years. That's how old my son is. He's 14. Since he was born, I have had mom guilt over everything. This is a problem that I have that I am still working on, but it's gotten better over the years. So um, let me just give you a little backstory here. When my son was born, he was born in June and I had just graduated uh, with my associate's degree and I knew that I was going to go back to school. I had been accepted to the teaching program at... um, a university and I wasn't going to miss the chance to go back to school and I had done all of the work to get accepted. So I was, let's just say I was a first time mom. I had no idea what having a baby would bring. So he's born at the very end of June, like June 30th. I start back at school mid August and I cried on my way to school every day. Every day I was crying because I felt so bad leaving my newborn baby. So come December, I decided I was not going back to school. I hated leaving my baby at, luckily my family babysat, but he was being bounced around from my sister and my sister-in-laws and grandmas, which I was so grateful for them, but I still hated leaving him. So I quit school. And I had no intention of going back. Then come about a year later, so the following December, he was about 18 months old. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Now, hats off to all you stay-at-home moms because it is the hardest job in the world. (laughs) So I was thinking, oh my gosh, I can't do this for the rest of my life. So I decided to go back to school. And then it was a whirlwind from there. Um, I ended up getting accepted into an internship program. So I didn't finish 
my final year of school, like student teaching, I went straight into the classroom and that was instead of my student teaching, I did that. So I had to do summer school. It's just been, it was a whirlwind from there and it was good, but I also felt really guilty and felt really bad about leaving my son again and leaving him with a babysitter. And if you have kids, you probably maybe have felt this way, the guilt of leaving them. And maybe you feel like I felt like I was destroying them and they were never going to grow up to be good human beings because I was leaving them. (laughs) Now, maybe that's my own fear, but that was my fear and it was very real. So now come that he's 14, he has survived. He's actually thrived. He's done very well. And the guilt of being a working mom faded, especially when he got to come to preschool at the school that I taught at. And then he was at school with me when I was at school. So the guilt of working went away unless I was, you know, working on the weekends, which was quite frequently. But that guilt was very real. So if you have felt that guilt, you are not alone. But I also have very good news for you. There was a study done at Harvard, and it's all about being a child of a working mom. And the title of the um, article, it's from the Harvard Business Newsroom, like a press release. The title is, Having a Working Mother is Good for You. And what the study found was that daughters of working mothers end up going farther in their education, they get better jobs, and they get paid better than those of stay-at-home moms. So if you are wanting to create a course, but you're afraid of the effect that it's going to have on your kids, guess what? They are going to see you working and you putting in that effort, and it's going to help them follow your patterns. They're going to see what working's like. They're going to see what having to create work-life balance and figuring things out. They're going to see all of that and they're going to be better because of it. Now, in the article, I said daughters were affected that way. Sons weren't affected in their job. There was no difference. There was no negative or positive. But this was very interesting to me. Sons of working mothers actually ended up in their adult life helping out more in the home. So they would help out um, with their kids and with daily chores like dishes and cleaning the house and laundry and things like that. How crazy cool is that that boys of working moms take on the help take on the role in their household when they're adults? I believe it's because they see their own mom having to do all of the work and they know that she needs help. So they can see that in their wives as well. They can see that they need help. And I see that with my own son now after reading this article. He can see when I need help and he'll just randomly pick up my daughter's toys from the living room or he'll go empty the garbage. Little things like that that I didn't realize that maybe it's because I've been a working mom since pretty much since he was born, I was in school or working. So maybe that's why, maybe all of that mom guilt was not needed. So next time that you start feeling that guilt, remember this research study. 
because there's no reason to feel the guilt you are not ruining your kid, okay? Now, I can't talk about this topic of being a mom and going after your dreams and having the courage to step out there and go after your dreams without bringing up one of my favorite picture books, which is called I Descent, which is about one of my favorite people, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If you don't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is, she is a justice in the Supreme Court, and she is the oldest member of the Supreme Court. She's 86 years old. So why does she come up when I think of a mom going after her dreams? First of all, let me tell you about her mom. Now, Ruth was born in 1933, so think about the time back then. Women stayed home. Women weren't necessarily encouraged or really desirable to go to college. And Ruth's mom wanted Ruth to make a mark on the world. She didn't believe in what everyone else believed. She wanted her daughter to go out there and pursue her dreams. So one of the ways that she really helped Ruth do this was she took her to the library all the time so she could read books and read about the world and learn things. And then um, this obviously helped Ruth with her education and everything. And Ruth went on to college, met her husband, and had a baby before going on to law school, onto Harvard Law School. And her and her husband both went to law school. And Ruth was one of nine women in her law school class of 500 men. So nine women, 500 men, and here she was, a new mom and a woman at that. So she went on, graduated, and all the time, her husband, she is not known for making good meals. She was not super homely or domesticated. Her husband, who was also a successful lawyer, he was the one who was the home cook. He did a lot of the household things. And at the time, this was now the 50s, when her kids would say, our dad makes the meal, they would get weird looks and things because that wasn't normal for the time. But for them, guess what? It was okay. She had the courage to step out and do what she wanted to do and pursue her dreams. And her kids have turned out okay. Her daughter, Jane, is a successful lawyer. Imagine that. She followed in her mom's footsteps. So listen here. Followed in her mom's footsteps. And her son didn't follow in the law path. He actually is in the music industry and he was named Chicagoan of the Year. So he has also had a very successful career. So think about that when you start feeling that mom guilt of leaving your kids and taking time away from your kids. Are you going to ruin your kids? You're not. You are not going to. And like I said, this is something that I have struggled with over the years. And now as my son's gotten older, I've seen that it's okay. And I'm so glad that I went after my dreams and goals because it gave him and now my daughter examples to follow. So don't let that hold you back. Now I want to talk about the aspect of time because I know all of us have 
very limited time. Every one of us has 24 hours in a day and we have to get some sleep in there somewhere. So we're limited in our time. And if you are creating a course on the side of working as well, then you are also very limited because you have a job, you have family, you have outside obligations, you have your kids who have extracurricular activities. There is a lot going on. And so time, it can be very scary to think about putting time into this dream that you have. And I get it. It is hard. It's hard to think about how in the world am I going to create more time for this? But let me tell you, the thing that I have found the absolute most helpful is having a plan. And we're going to talk about a plan for course creation more next week. That's next week's gift is the gift of a plan. So I'm going to tell you step by step things that you need to have in your plan. But for this week, I want you to pull out your calendar and make a plan saying, okay, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have time in the morning that I can spend one hour on my course on creating this course. Or I can stay up an hour later because I don't have to be up as early on Tuesday, Thursday. Whatever it is, plan out a time. Maybe it's Saturday morning you decide to get up two hours earlier than your normal. Maybe normally you sleep in till eight and you're like, I'm gonna get up at my regular six o'clock that I do in the weekdays and I'm gonna work on my course for two hours. Guess what? Number one, any little amount of time is going to help you make progress. And I have found, have you heard the quote, if you want something done, give it to a busy person? Because people who are busy are scrappy and they find a way and make a way to get things done. So pull out your calendar and create a block of time, whether that you can do it every day, whether it's just one day, maybe it's a couple of days a week, block out some time where you can work on your course. Now, when I, this was like 10 years ago, so 10 years ago, I used to be a runner. Now, sadly, I quit doing it and I regret that, but that's the story for another day. But I used to be a runner and I had the goal, randomly, I was going to run a half marathon. Who starts out running a half marathon? Well, that was my goal. I was going to run a half marathon. So I get online and I print out a program to run a half marathon. And it gave me step by step, like week one, Monday, you're going to do this. Tuesday was an off day. Wednesday, you did this. Thursday was an off day. Friday, you're going to run this amount. And having that plan, it was a 12 week plan. Having that plan made it so that I was prepared and ready to run a half marathon. And at the end of 12 weeks, I ran the half marathon and I completed it. This was at a time I had my son, I was working full time, my husband was working and in school, but it was having that plan and that, okay, after I put my son to bed, I would go to the gym and I would run on the treadmill. And then on Saturdays was my long run day. So I'd get up early and go running on Saturday morning. But it was that plan and knowing exactly what I was going to do that helped me achieve my goal. I promise you that if you will pull out your calendar and block some time, like I said, next week we'll talk about what to put in your, what we can plan to put in that time. But right now, just plan out time that you can work every single week, sometime every single week. And like I said, it doesn't have to be every day. So that's your task for this week. The final thing that I wanna talk about today 
is your thoughts. Now, I am telling you that your thoughts create create your reality, really. Your thoughts create your feelings, create your actions. So what thoughts do you want to be having that will get you to where you are going? In episode 12, The Gift of the Future, I talked about this a lot, about your thoughts and your intentions, and I'm bringing it up again here because I have found that I myself, when I work on my thoughts, everything goes better. When I intentionally think the thoughts that I want to think, then I create the life that I want and I create those, I do the actions that it takes to create the life that I want. And I'm going to bring in running again. Running is a great example of how your mental, your thoughts can change everything. So when I was running the long distances, running like 13 miles, my husband would drive me to the next town up the canyon and I would have to run home. And there were times that some days were so good. Like I was just running and it felt great. And there were other days that I was pretty sure that I was going to die on the side of the road. And my husband was going to have to like come find me on the side of the road. And what it really was, was it was what was going on in, in my head. On the days that I was feeling great, it was because I was telling myself that this was easy, that it was good for my body, that I could do this. Those were the thoughts. On the days that it was hard, I was thinking, oh, my legs hurt, my feet hurt. Oh my goodness, that mountain over there is my home. That's so far away. Things like that. And then it made running so hard. There was a quote that I used to uh, play back in my mind when I was running, that running, the biggest obstacle to running is between your two ears. And it's the same with everything in life. It's those thoughts in our brain that we tell ourselves whether we can or can't do it. So I talked about, I've talked about Brooke Castillo, and I talked about her in episode 12 about the model and thinking. And the model is a way to take your thoughts and you take your circumstance. So your circumstance is, I'm a mom and I want to create a course. We could prove it in a court of law. It can't have any like feelings or emotions in it. So it's something that you can prove in a court of law. So your circumstance. I'm a mom or I'm working. I don't have a lot of time, whatever it is. And you want to create a course. And then you go through what feelings does that give you? Maybe it gives you anxiety or it gives you excitement, whatever it gives you. And then you go through this whole model and then you redo the model and you put intentional thoughts. So my uh, circumstance and then your thought about that is I can do I can do this and my kids are going to be better because of it. So that's the thought that I want to have. And then what feeling does that create? So I am actually going to link to two videos of Brooke Castillo's where she walks you through the model because I 100% fully believe in the model and your thoughts. And I believe even if it's not with course creation, anything in your life, if you go through the model every single day, if you write down a thought that you're trying to think about yourself, new thoughts, and put it in the model, it's going to change your life. This truly is life-changing. 
my husband, he's in psychiatry and he actually works with his patients on this. And especially in the adolescent psychiatry, they teach their patients that your thoughts create your feelings, create your actions. And that's exactly what the model teaches. Your thoughts create your feelings, create your actions. So do you want your mind just to run rampant with all the crazy thoughts? Our brains, we think around 60,000 thoughts a day. So do you want to start taking control of those thoughts, which therefore takes control of your feelings and control of your actions? Or do you just want your brain to go wild and create whatever it thinks about? Think about that. That's really powerful. So I want you to go through these videos and learn the model because it's going to help you when you have doubts, when you are fearful instead of having courage, it's going to help change your thoughts from fear to being courageous and having the courage to step out there and go after your dreams of creating your course. Now to finish this up, I have to bring in a Disney movie here. My daughter is two and a half. She really likes the movie Tangled. And the other day, I was working on something and that was playing in the background and the song came on, um, I've Got a Dream. I don't even know the name of the song, but it talks about I've Got a Dream. And Rapunzel starts singing in it and she says, I've got a dream, I've got a dream. I just want to see the floating lanterns gleam. Yeah. And with every passing hour, I'm so glad I left my tower. Like all you lovely folks, I've got a dream. So think about that. She was so glad that she left her tower because she's going after her dream. Are you, think about in one year, we're going into a new year, a new decade. When next December comes around, one year from now, are you going to be glad that you, quotation marks, left your tower and stepped out into the world and put your course out there and got your course created? Or are you going to be happy that you stayed in fear, didn't have the courage to step out there, and you didn't get your course created? How will that feel? Which one's going to feel better? I'm going to promise you that you are not going to get to next year going, yes, I'm so glad that I didn't go after my dreams. That's not going to happen. But if you put your course out there, you are going to be so happy that you've put it out there you've accomplished it, you've, you have built the courage and gone out there. That is huge, 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 huge. And I just want to say this, that I truly believe that right now in our world, there is a calling for women to step up and to step out and to live in their gifts and talents. It's time for us to put our gifts and talents and our light out into the world. I truly believe that and I also believe that when you do this, that there will be divine intervention, whether you believe in God, a higher power, the universe, but when you step out of your fear and into courage, that things happen and that all of these things that you worry about, they're taken care of, that there is extra help that comes in when you step out and do the things that you're feeling called to do. I 100% believe that. So like I said last week, I am your biggest cheerleader. I am your biggest fan and I want to be there for you. 
And the best way that I can do that is if you go join the Facebook group, the Course Creators Classroom Podcast Facebook group. I will answer your questions. I will be there for you. If you are scared, you can put it in the Facebook group. I will be there to cheer you on. The other members will be there to cheer you on. We have all been there. We've all felt the fear and we're stepping out and doing it anyway. We're having the courage to go after our dreams. So just to recap here, I've given you two assignments this week. Number one, I want you to pull out your calendar and just create a time that you can work on your course. Whether it's one day a week, whether it's every day of the week, even if it's a half hour a day. Block time that you can work on your course. Next week, we'll talk about what to put in that time. We're going to be creating your plan to create your course. So block time on your calendar. Number two, I want you to write down all of those thoughts that are going through your head, your unintentional thoughts that just come into your head. Like, oh, it's scary to create a course. Oh, I'm going to ruin my kids. Oh, my family will suffer because of this. Whatever those scary thoughts are, your fears are, write them down. And then I want you to watch Brooke Castillo's model videos that I have linked in the show notes. Watch those videos and put those thoughts that you're having into the model and create new thought models. Okay? That's what I want you to do this week. So like I said, next week, we're going to be talking about a plan, having a plan to create your course. I'm going to be telling you the steps to course creation. And then you'll be all ready to go into the new year. Because if you've listened to episode 12, 13, now this is 14, and next week is 15, you are going to have given yourself four gifts this month of December. You're going to be giving yourself the gift of the future, which is all about your intentions and your intentional thinking and creating your future that you want. You're going to have the gift of confidence, which we talked about last week, and small wins, building those small wins every single day that's going to build your confidence. You are going to have courage. You're going to be getting rid of those thoughts that you have by going through the model And it's going to build courage instead of fear. And then next week, you are going to have a plan. You're going to have a plan to go forward with in 2020 to give you a course in 2020. Imagine next year at this time, having a course that makes you money, that once it's created, guess what? It's done. It's created. You don't have to keep doing the work because it's done. You'll have to market and things like that, but your course, the big rock, is all done and it can just keep making you money. How cool is that? Imagine next December having that cash flowing in. I'm super excited, super, super excited to be your cheerleader, your number one fan. Join the Facebook page and let's work on this together. I will see you next week. Christmas week, yay! I'll see you next week where we're talking all about a plan. I hope you have a fantastic week and a fantastic holiday. We'll see you later.